Yes, welcome to episode two of Voice. Voice of the international community experience. Welcome to episode two. Thank you for the overwhelming uh, support for the first episode and uh, the anticipation for the release. Uh, it's been exciting for Gome and I, this, uh, this little uh, journey into podcasting. Uh, it's a, obviously a fantastic and a, an exciting thing that everybody's getting into, but for us, it's because we get to share our opinions and uh, our knowledge and experiences. So I'll pass you over to Gome to say some welcomes. Yes. Yeah. yeah I think anyone that knows, either one of us knows how much we love our own opinions. Yeah, so. that's right. <laughs> <laughs> to be able to formalize that is is amazing and yeah like you said uh just love you know the support that we've got so far talking to people about uh the fact that we're releasing publishing whatever you want to call it launching yeah. what, what are we what are we doing launching launching publishing on on the uh, on the different medias uh spotify anchor all, all that good stuff. Google Podcast, Apple. Yeah. Check it out. Jesus. Released today. We're on fire. Wow. <laughs> Lovely. So uh, I guess today um, we're, we're generally just going to have chats about, you know, the things that we, we've we come across and also the things that we are semi-versed on, where we don't want to give too much opinions without some backing. So today we're, we're going to speak a, a bit about body image uh, and how I came across body image. I, I didn't know about body image before I, I, I came here. So Really? Yeah. No really? way. I didn't know. It was never a focus. Okay. Right? Because in, in Zambia, obviously, uh, they say handsome nipatumba. That really? is, yeah, that is translated as you're as handsome as the amount of money you got. So, uh-huh. so when you come here, uh, uh, it's your you have to be handsome in the true sense of handsome, which is you've got to have the perfect body, you got to wear the perfect clothes, and you got to do all of that. Now, if anybody knows me, they'll tell you that I don't do none of that nah. good stuff over there. No, nah. so I'm looking at you in your <laughs> pink shirt right now. I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, you haven't seen my shoes, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I mean, I follow trends and do all that stuff. Well, I don't follow trends; I do my own thing. But but yeah, back to to, to body image. It's, it it came true to form here, uh, and I never really thought about it before. So, are we going to stick to body image from a male perspective today? Because last yeah, week yeah, yeah, yeah. we <laughs> ventured into women's. <laughs> arena and yeah without a woman yes look I, I, I'm as controversial as anybody else so I'm happy to, to, to venture into okay. it and give oh. my opinion but, but I think we should stick and stay away from it the controversy might uh, might not work in our favor what? I, hey let's <laughs> let's controverse oh, okay fair enough is that a word uh, I think we're making up words in as this podcast go, as we go along. So I, I think reckon we like, need like a bibliography or, or yeah, not a bibliography. What, what do you call the list of, of words? Yeah, see now the glossary. Glossary, yeah. that's the one. So, it is. I don't know how that came to be in the, the voice glossary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Well, probably we should come up. I mean, all these urban terms that come up, bling bling, and all that's in the, right. in the that, all that's in the dictionary now. So. Mm-mm. Someone, so you never someone done made it up. Yeah, you never know. You know, we could, some of these words we come up with on the podcast might, might end up in a dictionary one day. So I'm assuming we're going to 
kind of do what we did last week in terms of you can give a perspective of body image from a Zambian perspective. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I'll kind of chip in what it means from my perspective, at least my version of the Australian body image perspective. And then yeah. we can see if... Yeah, for sure. If the twain meet at all. Yeah, <laughs> I doubt they will, but <laughs> this is where we're trying, we're trying to have to... Uh, find uh, comfort in uh, in being parallel I love that but um, uh, yeah comfort in parallel yeah nice it's, yeah I think so because look jumping straight into it in Zambia mm -hmm. look because there's a good population not a large population now, I, I don't want to speak like you know, Zambia is poverty stricken. There's a lot of people with money and there's a lot, but there's a gap between the, 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 the gap between the not so well to do and the well to do is it's a little bit big. There is a middle class, which, which is fantastic. If you've got a job uh, in management, you're middle class. And some of the people that have big jobs or are supplying the mines and all that stuff are wealthy. So, and then there's everybody else that works on the farms or works in, in the houses and does that, which is... The laborers. Yeah, the laborers, right? Mm. So, let's just put it this way. So, over there, if you're a tad bit overweight, it means you live well. You've got the means to, to have good food uh, mm. consistently. Um, so that is an indicator of, of wealth back there. So it's, it's not so much over here. So most of the students that I know, if they come here and they're a little bit skinny, they start to, to eat a little bit more to get wealthy. So when they take, to, to look wealthy, so when they take the pictures and put them on Facebook, home. they send them home, yeah. everybody looks at them and says, oh wow. The These better. guys must be living well over there, right? He's doing it over there. Success. Exact mundo. So that goes to success now. Mm. Now, over here, he's hustling backwards. Got Do you it. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because over here, there's value in being fit, being skinnier, uh -huh. you know, having muscles. Yeah. And they don't get that. So they might come here looking the part. And then while they're only thinking about home, and not think about their stay here, or not knowing that that's value here, mm -hmm. start to, to get into, it's not bad habits, because they don't think it's bad habits, they think it's good living. Smash the hedge days. Exactly. So you, <laughs> exactly, right? You can have more junk food than you've mm -hmm. previously had, mm -hmm. you can get into some cakes, get into some cheesecakes, which I like cheesecake. Now, we're not sponsored by the cheesecake shop, so... But I did like uh, the uh, strawberry cheesecake. Just a side note, I yeah. first uh, few years of my life in Perth, I dated a girl who worked for a cheesecake shop. Oh, and man. Did she bring you back some cheesecake pieces every day? All the time. <laughs> I had cheesecake sitting in my freezer. It was, yeah. Ah, amazing. I, I, I hear you. Cheesecake <laughs> yeah, shop. Yeah, well, I wasn't ready. Shout out, Amy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what I wasn't ready for was for the damage the cheesecake was going to cause to my physique. Yeah. I wasn't ready for that. Mm -hmm. So, but, um, yeah, it took a while to get back, but uh, got back in the end. 
but that's that's what I'm saying. So mm. there's a little bit of a, a disparity between, you know, what these guys are thinking needs to happen. So yeah. when they get here and that happens, yeah. then if they try to date here, mm. they start to find problems. I love that you took it to relationships. This is yeah, but that's, <laughs> but that's exactly what body image comes from, right? Yeah, absolutely. So body image comes for, for your, from your, what I'm thinking, right? This is mm. just from my head. From your ability to attract the opposite sex. Oh, okay. All right. That's, that's what I think. Okay. So if you feel like you're in an environment or in shape, to attract the opposite sex, mm. you you won't have any problems. So the guys with the six packs and the whatnot, the whatnot, they get so much attention that they they're addicted to doing that gym stuff because it gets them that. Yeah, we do, don't we? Yeah. Jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. See, no, me not as much as you. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, so you you. You, you get addicted to that sort of thing and that's sort of, you find the ladies going to the gym all the time and looking fit and wearing the tights and doing that there's a mm. there's a value in that look because they get attention from 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 the opposite sex as well and I know it's about health and and and, and but there's a, a bit of vanity involved in that as well so when that's not right and you can't attract the opposite sex once you find out it's because you're big or you know it's because you're bigger than than, than they're looking for, then it starts to manifest, right? Because I know some of the Zambian ladies that were a little bit bigger, and there's value in the ladies in Zambia being big, because mm. that's what the Zambian men like. Mm. But when they come over here, and some of the Zambian men are attracted to white girls, and they start trying to venture out and date, they, they find that they can't fit into that society because some of the, the, the Australian guys are looking for skinnier girls. So they tend to start having body issues as well. And, and also, there is a difference in the dating scene where the, the Australian guys don't really um, approach women if it's not on social dating apps. So they're not really going to walk up to a girl and fine. So when they don't get that level of attention, they start to think, what is, what is going on with me? I used to get that level of attention. Now I'm here. I don't get that attention anymore. What's going on? And start to rack their brain. So, so self-worth. Yeah. Mm. It, it, it starts to kick in. So yeah, I, yeah that's, that's my take with it. I mean, I, I, haven't, I haven't experienced body issues on any other level except those levels in terms of with the the cohort that I deal with on a right. day to day basis, the international mm -hmm. students. Yeah. So, um, really I'm, interesting. So, mm. uh, from my perspective, I my encounter, my personal encounter with body image started in yeah. Zambia. Oh, okay. The opposite. You Quite, were too skinny, were you? I was very skinny. Yeah. Believe it or not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I actually understand exactly what you're saying in yeah. terms of uh, skinny, not being sexy, not being yeah. cool over in Zambia. Of course. But I think what you said is exactly right in terms of, uh, I guess, having a bit of fat yeah. represents 
the ability to buy food. <laughs> yeah. And I think the other element of that is, and I think this probably started in the in the 80s with AIDS coming in. Is yes. You also represent, associate skinniness with sickness. Yes. And so there's a health element as well. So if you're skinny, you either can't afford food or you're sick. Yes. That's kind of, kind of the general perspective. Yeah, I'll give you an idea on that, just on that very point later, but keep okay. going. Yeah. And so I think growing up in a house where my mum was really concerned about me being skinny, mm -hmm. um, her approach to kind of encouraging me to eat inadvertently ended up body shaming me. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I remember a very specific incident at yeah. church. Uh -huh. um, sitting with all the youth groups because I was part of the youth group uh, in the Baptist church and sitting outside waiting for them to open the uh, the hall for us to walk in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, at this stage I'd been to Australia and come back and so there was some kind of element of, how can I put it? Starring. How, how does starring translate? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's actually uh, famous. There was some novelty yeah, yeah, about yeah. the fact that I'd been to Australia and I'd come back. Of course. Back and so yeah, yeah. There was something about that. But yeah. on this one occasion, we're all sitting outside and this one girl, and, you know, she was a fairly attractive girl, Yeah. says in front of everyone. How old were you? I was probably about. 18, 19. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, she turns around and says, Wow, Gome, you've got no ass. Oh. <laughs> really? Imagine that. Damn. I, my heart sunk. And I was just waiting for the ground to open up. And swallow you. And swallow me all <laughs> Because in that moment, um, and I, I don't know whether that's a cultural thing that you can say things like that with such openness and honesty and it, yes. it, it's, it's not it doesn't mean anything it doesn't mean there. anything but yeah. for me that was huge that's because you were raised here I don't know but yeah. I, I've carried that I still remember those words like it was yesterday are you serious? yeah oh wow the other element is like I said mum obviously didn't want people thinking that she's not feeding us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> or that we were sick. Um, because those both things are very close to our, our family and, you know, probably uh, broached that at some point. But mm -hmm. so her thing was, my son, please eat because people are going to think I don't feed you. Mm -hmm. Or people that are going to think thing. you're sick. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, my siblings kind of jumped on the bandwagon. So I'd come home from work in my oversized jacket because it probably wasn't the size to fit yeah, my yeah. skinny frame. <laughs> and I'd constantly get bombarded with, oh my God, look how skinny you are. Oh my God. At home? At home. Oh wow. Yeah. And so for me, that was kind of the genesis, the beginnings, the foundations of my struggles with my body. Oh wow. Okay. So I, I don't think I've ever really experienced that as much here. Mm. But I've carried that kind of... From home. From home, I've carried that stigma yeah. uh, around and those words of me having no ass. Yeah. 
determined. He just never asked. <laughs> what can I do to get it out? What does a man got to do to get an ass around here? Squats. So, um, not long after that, I moved back to Australia and came to Perth, and no doubt I met Miss Cheesecake. Girl yeah. And, you know, she's she perfect. Smashed, yeah, she she's perfect. Smashed a few cheesecakes. And I'm not suggesting that was the only reason I was with her. But I mean, from my perspective, it was exactly what you said in terms yeah. of me thinking I need to put on a weight for me to be attractive. Yeah. And now I have an opportunity because the other thing was I walked a lot in Zambia. Yeah. I walked everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. That's and so my metabolism was naturally, yeah. you know, pretty fast. And so even if I ate, I was digesting, you metabolizing yeah, 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 really yeah, quickly. Yeah, yeah. Whereas over here, for the first four years of my life, I'm stuck in a Bible college. I didn't really go anywhere. Yeah. I wasn't walking anywhere. And so I could actually digest and less metabolism yeah yeah, yeah 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 easier to put on weight you start to pack on a bit of weight and i also did you had pack this on muscle or weight here's the other th a good point because yeah. i was going to just say my thinking was i need to put on fat and then convert that to muscle to muscle where did that level of thought come from is that is that even a true thing it's, it's, it's absolutely not a truth. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I've I, heard that so many times. I know that now. Yeah. But at the time, I was convinced the way to get a muscly, toned body yeah. is to become fat and then shred the fat down to muscle. Wow. So I spent the first, I don't know, maybe even the first eight, nine years of my life here back in Perth, yeah. eating McDonald's, smashing the ice cream, eating wow. the cheesecake. And thinking that was the way to... Well, the Cheesecake Shop is not going to sponsor us now. I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> we just said they ruin everybody's bodies. What? Just, just for the record, you said that. <laughs> I said that. Wow. Daniel. There goes the sponsor. <laughs> but yeah, there was, there was a huge sense of shame. And I think... Yeah. I think that is a key word in this conversation around body image is yeah. shame. Yeah, but you know, and that and that's where I wanted to go to. Mm. In, that, in that, people from 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 Zambia, mm -hmm. there is no political correctness over right. there. Uh -huh. There is nothing that people say that's politically correct. Right. They tell you exactly what it is. Yeah. And if you spend a lot of time there, you'll mm. get it for what it is. It's not, they're not trying to be mean. Sure. They're not doing anything. They're just telling you mm. because none of this stuff, the only thing they don't do is laugh at people with disabilities because there's nothing that person can do about it. But if you're skinny, yeah. you can get fat. Right. If you're fat, you can get skinny. Mm -hmm. So, and all of those... You got no ass, you can get an ass. <laughs> you can get an ass. So, you know, all of those things represent things, right? Right. And that's, if you're not very smart in school, they'll tell you you're not very smart in school. But it's all things mm. you can change. So, I look at it only as a call to action, right? Gotcha. I don't look at it as a, as a body shaming or... Mm. I don't understand political correctness. Because if you ask me if you look big in these jeans... Mm -hmm and I have to say no, then you are just making me a liar. Sure. Because you do look big in those jeans. Right? I, was, I, was that, thinking, I was thinking you've got a choice there, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah, but yeah. I have to say no to be politically correct. Gotcha. Because you can't say those things to mm. someone, right? So yeah. that's what I'm saying. So over mm. there, 
they're brutally honest. Yeah. But it's things you can, there's something you can do about it. Sure. If you're skinny, eat something, gain some weight. If you're, if you're too big, you can eat less, do more exercise, get in shape. It's all something that you have control over, mm -hmm. right? So Unless you can't afford the food or you're sick. Yeah, right? But it gives, it's still a call to action. If you can't afford the food, it means work harder or smarter so you can make some money and afford the food, right? Mm -hmm. If you're sick, then okay. Nobody makes fun of sick people, right? Yeah. Or, or people with disabilities. Mm -hmm. But it's all what it is. It's just a call to action. Mm. And it's, it's a lack of political correctness and which sets us up for coming to a place like here mm. because we don't need any le level of affirmation mm -hmm. for us to succeed. Mm -hmm. All we need is the truth, mm -hmm. right? If I need to work harder, just let me know I need to work harder. Right. If I need to do whatever it is. Don't pussyfoot around it. Don't pussyfoot around it. Now, we've got to pussyfoot around yes. everyone though. Right. Which makes life exceptionally difficult for us because we have to relearn mm -hmm. or unlearn uh -huh. and then learn the yeah. new the new environment. Gotcha. So it's it's the reason why a lot of people just decide to stick in their own comfort zones. Mm. Right? Wow. So they're not coming into actual society and interacting very much because nothing they say is right in the in the other society. And they, they can look at somebody, say, something that's supposedly nice to someone and think, but why would you say that? That's not true, right? Mm -hmm. So it, it just makes, a, it makes for awkward feelings and, uh, you know, muted conversations, really, because you just won't say anything. I think end. that is so important. I think it's so important to highlight that. Yeah. Because uh, from an Australian perspective, yeah. There's kind of this attitude that if you come to Australia, you need to assimilate. Mm -hmm. And so for cultural groups that come together and kind of just clone around in their own groups and just hang around with their own groups, yeah. the perception is that there's some kind of defiance there or there's some kind of unwillingness to integrate into the rest of the Australian culture. Exactly. And yet what I'm hearing you saying is that there's probably very valid reasons for that in terms of I could be, you know, so far away in my years that yeah. I don't really want to have to relearn everything I've learned. Exactly. Now, everything that you see, that the way that everyone is, is that everything that Australians do means something totally different in our culture. Mm. And everything that we do means something totally different in their culture. Mm. Right? So, there is... A, a big gap between uh, any culture that is strong and Australia because the Australian culture as we touched on it last last week is individualistic right and it's individualistic from a personal perspective and also a family perspective each family chooses to raise their children the way they want to mm -hmm. in Africa every child is raised the same. You can go to any household and we all have to do the same things. Mm. The youngest brings water, does all the stuff, the, you know, the women do their thing, the guys do their thing, it's, it's the same everywhere. Mm -hmm. 
I'll just speak for Zambia, though. I won't speak for the whole of Africa. Yeah. But I'll speak for Zambia and what happens there. By so, the way, I, th I think we just to pause there and just say Africa yeah. is not a country. It's not a country at all. <laughs> Africa is a <laughs> continent. Yeah. Consisting of, I don't know, how many, how many countries? Over 50. Let's I think just we say hates. That one. <laughs> 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 oh, my mom doesn't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> my son. What is your education? Yeah, <laughs> like I paid so much money. He's too you busy working. No He's too busy trying to make yeah. that money. <laughs> but uh, I think that's important for people to. I, I think we take that for granted. Yes. Um, but a lot of people don't appreciate that. And so the, the African term can be applied to Egypt as much as it's yeah. applied to South Africa. Exactly. And they, they couldn't be further from, up, you know. Yeah. The difference? There is. <laughs> Distance? Very yeah. little similarity. Yeah. If you, if you look at that. So, there is, there yeah. is very little similarity uh, in infrastructure, skin tone, mm. but in respect for elders and the underlying Some of the basics. cultural... Uh, innuendos are the same across the continent mm -hmm. um, there is levels of defiance from you know the youth but the culture has seeped from top to bottom it's also seeped into South America mm -hmm. it's also seeped into Asia into India the, the, our culture and the Chinese culture are so similar it's I not funny that. I hear that it's not fun. True. Right? Are you, are you suggesting that that's our culture that they've kind of taken on board? or? Well, we, we were the first people like that. Oh! oh. <laughs> 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 Just... Hello. <laughs> Here we go. Shots fired. But... <laughs> no, but, you know... That's, but anyway, that's what I heard. I've got no proof of that, but yeah. I, that's, that's, Murphy, that's what everybody said. Eddie Murphy yeah. said it. Yeah, Eddie Murphy said it. And now uh, I'm sticking to it. Okay, but you were talking about from a Zambian yes. perspective. Sorry, I, I interrupted. No, no, no. And that's, 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 that's typically what it is. So from a, from a Zambian perspective, yeah. We, um, you know, we, we touched on, you know, political correctness. But also all of this stuff, the body image issues. When you were speaking about wanting to get big, the stigma has now changed. Or in Zambia, mm -hmm. I should say, is that the when it, when it said you were skinny, so you were sick, and, and AIDS came into play. Mm -hmm. Now, because the drugs are steroids for AIDS, mm. they make everybody bigger. Oh wow! Therefore, the stigma has changed from being skinny to being big. So the guy, everyone that's exception that went from being small to massive is now thought to have AIDS and be on steroids. Gotcha. Right? Wow. So everybody is working out. Mm. This is how you see all these videos on, 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 of people jogging at 5 a.m. in Zambia. That, that was never heard of. No. <laughs> it was never something no. people do, right? So, but they're jogging at 5 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> in the dark day. Right? <laughs> I'd sprain your ankle. Right. Or scrape your knees. But yeah, so the, that, that little stigma has changed a little bit there as well. 
So that bat's flipped. So you have to be healthy. Mm -hmm. But if you go overboard, they think you're, you're on those. So everybody that was previously big is now trying to get smaller so they don't get roped into that same circle. It's, wow. it's, it's interesting. It's just... So that kind of uh, leads me to this thought, which yeah. is if your sense of body image mm -hmm. or I guess your comfort around your own body mm -hmm. is based on other people's opinions, yes. even if it's your society that you live in, mm -hmm. that's likely to continuously change. Yeah. Which means you then have to adapt according to those changes. Yeah. Or if you're moving cross-culturally mm -hmm. from one context to another, yeah. you potentially have to, assuming that your body satisfaction comes from what other people think or what, yeah. other, what society determines, now crossing over into different contexts, you then have to adjust. That's, yeah. that's a lot of work. It is a lot of work, but if you stay in good shape, then you're fine. What's good shape? Uh, I guess minimum fat. What's minimum? <laughs> I think you can tell what's minimum <laughs> on your own body, you know. It's just, I think, you know, at the end of the day, if you're, if you're, if you're mid-range between skinny and big, you should be okay. What would you classify me? Look, I, like I said at the, of this, at the beginning of this podcast, I don't, I don't know how to be politically correct. So that's that's <laughs> why I asked you. <laughs> I'd say, between you and me, there's yeah. no one else in the room. Yeah, exactly. It's just, okay. just me and you. What, what yeah. you Look, how, I, how am I going on? I think you're doing all right. I'm doing all right. You're right. I think you're doing all right. I think Thanks. you're mid-range between skinny and big. Okay, cool. Yeah. Which which is doing okay, but but that's not for me to say. What do you recommend my house? <laughs> I have never looked at your house, so I had no idea that you had any issues there. Love it. Um, and uh, you see, I think there's there's value in having you know a, a, a female co-host. I guess she can like she might as well give us some opinions when we're asking about things like this. But mm. there's uh, and just a guest. Actually, not a co-host, I guess. But to your point is that, you know, everything will change. And the world's been changing, especially for, for women, mm. on what beauty is. Mm. Right? Beauty, especially here in Australia, used to be really skinny. Mm -hmm. Now it's skinny with a big ass. That mm. started with Kim Kardashian. Then yeah. it's yeah. skinny or it's, it's healthy with thick lips or whatever it is, it's whatever, With first it was the magazines and now it's social media and Instagram mm -hmm. and all of this stuff, whatever looks beautiful on there is what they gravitate to. And I had this conversation though, and I want to ask you this question. Mm -hmm. I had this conversation with a, with a lady and she happened to think that men dictate what beauty is. But I said to For her, women? yeah, uh -huh. I said to her, mm -hmm. we are not that sophisticated. Speak for yourself, mate. Our, <laughs> this, this, this is why I want to keep your opinion, because this is what came to me. Right, right. right. My, our focus from the people, from the guys that I know, mm -hmm. is that 
women, uh, to some degree, when we have a woman next to us, we want other guys to be like, how did he get her? Right. She's amazing. All right. Personality is what connects you and her. But her beauty, if she's stunning, mm -hmm. then you want to show off to your mates that I got this really awesome girl here. Another, uh, I guess, attribute of success for Yes, me. exactly. Yeah. Right. Trophy. Trophy, this, that, mm. that. Yeah. Yep. Now, what determines... See, and I think that the women tell us what, what's beautiful, and mm. then we just go for that. Right. Rather than, mm -hmm. as a collective, come together and say, oh, we're now just going to pick up skinny women. Yeah. Right? Some yeah. blokes needing so, to determine Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So when the women are aspiring to be skinny, mm. we go for the skinny. Right. Because we'll pick up what they're aspiring to mm -hmm. and then show the other guys, look at me. Mm -hmm. I've got the skinny one. Right. Right? So it's they determine based on what they're sold in, in marketing mm -hmm. what beauty is. And then we just <coughs> excuse me, gravitate towards that. Right. That's what I think. Mm -hmm. But maybe you have a different, different opinion on it. What's the question? <laughs> the question is, is it women or men that right. determine, you know, what beauty is? Yeah, it's interesting. It, it also sounds like a chicken and the egg kind yeah. of question. Because who's doing the marketing that these women are basing their perception of beauty on? But those are the companies that are trying to sell them stuff. Are those men? Are those women? That's a good point. I guess I, I'm not really sure. If, if I'm honest, mm. but I can tell you that from my perspective, mm -hmm. the trophy wife thing has always led to disappointing relationships. Oh, for sure. Um, but I, I totally understand it, mm. you know, and so... No, I don't subscribe to it. But sure, but it is, it is, it is yeah. a prevalent kind of mm. approach to finding, you know, a woman yes. is to be able to walk into a room and everyone wants your missus. Yeah, and true. something about knowing that she's going home with you. Yeah. That gives you a sense of, I don't know. Pride? Pride, but it, it comes down to that level of success as well. Like yeah, we were talking yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah. last week. Um, but what you said was really interesting in terms of what matters to you personally when it's just the two of you is very different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because the personality now, has to correct. be Correct. Now you're talking about personality. Yeah. I think for me, the biggest thing about a woman in terms of her body is yeah. confidence. That's what I'm saying. I mean, if she's got personality, cheesecake, and confidence, <laughs> then we're on point. <laughs> Strawberry cheesecake. Too. <laughs> and shit, let's not forget the chandelier-based yeah. relations. Exactly. We're swinging off some stuff. Right. Here, giving each other uh, characters from movies. But I mean, I, I met a woman, and I'm not going to mention names, obviously, but mm. what struck me about her was how comfortable she was in her own skin, oh, even, though she, even though she was a bigger girl. Yeah, I know, Claudia. She... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, it's not Claudia. I have no idea who is Claudia. Uh, any Claudias out there, this is <laughs> another <laughs> um, But she, 
carried herself with a sense of confidence. Mm. And something about that was so appealing for me. Yeah. And I think it's particularly appealing for me because I don't have that. I've never had that. Like I said, I, I've always carried this shame around my own body. That you have and no ass. No ass, yeah. you know, skinny, jackets overflowing. And so to meet someone yeah. who, despite societal norms, yeah. um, and not being, I guess, aligned with that, yeah. she was so comfortable in her skin. Yeah. And for me, that was the most attractive thing I have ever seen. I, I agree with you on that. And I'm not saying she's the most attractive woman I've ever seen or yeah. met. I'm saying that quality yeah. is the most attractive quality I've seen from a body image perspective yeah. with any woman. Now, I, I'll second that, but I'll second that. I, I know where it stems with some from. some tomato sauce. Yeah, <laughs> put a little bit of that, <laughs> some very, very sauce with the chips. But look, I'll second that, but I'll second that from what I, from my experience, right? Mm. Zambian ladies, big, skinny, whatever, are all confident. All of them? All of them. Wow. Until they come here. But over there, wow, okay. they get whistles on the street, they get people trying to hit on them all the time, mm -hmm. so they never have any issue about, about their body. How they look. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they dress well. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing that you've got to do. But they never. It was never a thing about I'm too big or I'm too this. I'm too this. Right. I'm too that. So they carry themselves a certain way, mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter how big they were. You'd still struggle to have a conversation with them because right. they're looking at you like, "Are you sure you're worth having a conversation with me?" Mm -hmm. But that's part of the game, right? Uh -huh. So that level of confidence is always on. Right. So over here, and I I know that's why for me I'm attracted to confidence too mm. because that's all I've ever known aha uh -huh. gotcha do you that's know what I mean source. yeah so yeah. I gravitate towards that when mm. when when there's when there's that level of confidence mm. and I know it intimidates some men mm. so I know if this is my missus she's that level confident not a lot of men will have any level of success having conversations with her do you know what I mean so there's a self-preservation part there. Mm -hmm. There's a there's an attraction to to that level of confidence. Mm. But there's also you know you don't have to deal with any issues on that part because to be honest, I I was not equipped to deal with body issues. Right. I'd never dealt with them before. Mm -hmm. I was not equipped to deal with somebody being depressed. Mm. I'd never dealt with it or seen it. So when you come across it. In yeah. Australian culture. Yeah. How do you then deal with it? I've learned to be empathetic about it since being educated on, oh, on, that on the again. Yeah, it's come back. Hey. Oh, it's come back. Hey, hello. <laughs> hello, empathy. That's I think empathy is the is the bridge. It's hey. Yeah. That's I'm you. <laughs> but I, I've learned mm. to be empathetic because it's um for me, it's I didn't know how to deal with it, and mm -hmm. I didn't believe in it. I thought you just you've got to get to the happy yourself. Mm -hmm. You've got to just what do you mean you don't feel good? Mm -hmm. Watch a funny movie or do this or whatever. Just what do you mean we've got to turn the lights off while having sex? Yeah, mm -hmm. what's going on there? Yeah, right. So it's all it's all it's it's all part of it because I didn't I didn't understand. So now I've got to be more mindful of what it means 
to them, mm. not oh. what it means to me. Oh, See, I'm learning. Hey, Daniel. I'm learning. Hey. Right? <laughs> you welcome, learn something. welcome to the voice. Yeah, I'm learning. I'm learning as we come along. So I'm growing. This is all about growth business. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, so mm. I'm learning that bit there. Mm. But I'm also learning that is it something I want to involve myself in or not? Sure. Because sure. is it is it something that I can manage over time? Long term. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Or or is it something that I just have to be like, look, it's not for me. You look amazing. You don't think you look amazing. I'm just going to leave it there. Mm. Right? As a person. Because I... I struggled with confidence when I was a kid mm-hmm. until I figured out that the only thing that struggle is doing is stopping me from getting what I want. Mm-hmm. It's manifesting into a wall right. for me to get what I want. Mm. I'm the only one that thinks that way. Mm-hmm. Everybody else doesn't. Mm-hmm. So when I act a certain way, they then put up the walls because they don't want to deal with that action that I just made. Mm-hmm. Do you get me? Yeah. If I was just normal, everything would work out just fine. Sure. So I thought, I'm going to take this away. I'm going to try and be braver. And let me see what the results are. And I just, from then, been braver and braver and braver until I believed it. So the self-affirmation became self-belief. Mm. And then after that, I've been soaring ever since. When you say braver, mm-hmm. define what that brevity looks like okay. in real life terms. So it, it looks like when you're making friends, mm-hmm. you overthink going over to a group to have a conversation uh-huh. with them because you think you're not worthy of mm-hmm. their friendship. Gotcha. Right? Yeah. So you might think, oh, I don't know what I'm going to say when I get there. Mm-hmm. But I think if you just get there and listen and be yourself, they'll gravitate towards you anyway. What is it about you that is so confident, so sure that they will accept you into that? Because yeah. I think in the end, uh, I don't pretend to know stuff. Mm-hmm. I know stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if we're talking about music, Mm-hmm. I won't pretend like I know a song or I know the genre or I know this. I'll take the time and listen to it and know it and enjoy it. And then when I'm, when I'm having a conversation with somebody about music, they can see that level of enjoyment. Mm-hmm. If I came to someone or a group of people and they were talking about house music, I don't listen to house music, right? Mm. So maybe those aren't people I want to hang out with anyway, right? <laughs> so I don't want everyone to like me. Yeah. I just want to make like-minded friends. Right. So, and to, to find like-minded friends, you have to be about something. Mm-hmm. Right? Does your body image ever come into play in that context? No. Particularly if it's a group of women, and say, a group of attractive women, and I yeah. use the word attractive loosely based on whatever attraction means for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, I think I'm older now, so mm-hmm. I can spot groups of women that are into jacked up guys with six packs and all kinds of tattoos and stuff and I, yeah. I don't really want to hang out with those people anyway you send me over to that group yeah I did <coughs> I just wanted to see you crash and burn it's like watching a train, <laughs> train wreck <Yeah. laughs> 
I mean, you jacked up and all. You just don't have the tattoos. Yeah, you just you just don't have the tattoos, man. It's, it's just one of those things. Come back when you got them tats. Yeah, just are you sure? Just get some henna or something. Yeah, you don't want to commit to a tattoo. Get some henna. But uh, yeah, so I I'm usually confident in that. I I know what I'm about as a person. Mm. I know what I like, what I don't like. I can hold a conversation with anybody. Mm-hmm. So if if they have any level of personality, I can appeal to it. And I like when I approach a group of people, it's not I'm I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. I'm not I don't have any intention. Yeah. I just want to know what they're about. Mm. Really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I you know, and I'm gonna let you in on a secret. Yeah. I feel like I go out sometimes and when I'm in public, mm-hmm. I notice myself, especially recently, mm-hmm. doing certain things that are very much about my self-perception in yeah. terms of my body. Okay. Biggest thing, sucking in the gut. Yeah. I can tell you how many times I've caught myself doing it. Wow. Uh, walking past a group of people mm-hmm. and I notice myself just do the odd... Yeah. Suck it in, right? Or taking photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suck it in. Yeah. Um, and I realized that it's almost a subconscious thing that just kind of happens. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. And it has been happening probably for years now. Mm. But I'm starting to become aware of it. I am definitely not at a stage where... I'm not going to do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. I'm just You're still going to do it tomorrow. I'm just not that vulnerable yet. Um, yeah, fair enough. But there is there is that element of self self awareness in terms of how I respond in you know in a group of people. Yeah, and I guess like you're saying, the only thing that helps to overcome that for me is a sense of I'm bigger than my body. There's more to me than just how I look physically and really appreciating those qualities yeah and just saying you know what you're an actually decent guy and that matters that should in this particular context you may not feel like it <laughs> yeah it but should that matter. should matter yeah, yeah a yeah. lot more than I think it should matter to you more than it should matter to everybody else and and for, for everybody mm. will gravitate towards you based on what project right? mm. so if you're projecting confidence they'll they'll run to that yeah because everybody kind of has their lack of confidence and mm. they'll, they'll want to tap into yours yeah right so they'll they won't even know sometimes why they like you yeah yeah but it's it's just because just love the bloke yeah he's, yeah he's just you know he does what he wants he says what he wants and that's why you know the naughty kids are very popular in in high school Mm. Because everybody else is trying not to be, but they have <laughs> the freedom. confidence and the freedom to just yeah. do whatever they just want. Yeah. So everybody's like, "Oh, he's so naughty, he's so naughty." But when he has a party, everybody's going there, right? 100%. They invite him to all the stuff. They do all mm. that stuff, right? There's always a group of good kids, but there's always those kids, and they they have the best the of Daniel, everything. The Daniels of the world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was 
was a naughty high school kid. Yeah. I did a lot of crazy shit. Yeah. But you know, in the end, I brought it. I brought it right back. You've come because with yeah, back. because there there is there is no room for naughty kids in African culture. Mm. Zero. Mm. Right. You are almost written off if you're naughty. Mm. Right. So you can be popular with your friends, mm. but at home and with family, they're just like. This one, we have to chalk it down to a loss. Right. So right? You're, you're saying the naughtiness can translate in adult life to confidence? Yes, that's what it does. Okay. Right? Okay. Naughtiness translates, if you bring it back. Yeah. Right? So, because to, you kind of have to be exceptionally brave to do the things mm. in adult There's life. There's kind of a, I don't give a shit what yeah. people think exactly. attitude. And yeah. once, you, once you get to that level, then you'll be fine. I mean, I used to go to high school dances with my brothers. Mm. And it, it wasn't body image or the body image issues. It was just self-confidence I didn't have. Mm. I'd see these guys dance with girls and do... It was my brother and my cousin. Mm. And I'd see them dance with girls. And I couldn't understand how they did it. Right. Because I was... Not that guy. Oh, man. <laughs> I was cocooned by fear mm. that if and it was a fear of rejection mm. and if I approached this girl that I like and she said no mm -hmm. there would be nowhere to go for me mm. it was a wrap mm -hmm. right so and this is the thing that, that, that I feel like over here the body image now translates into Fear of rejection, right? Bang on. Yeah. So, Bang. because you're a certain way, you feel like if I, because I look this way, if I go and chat to them, they're going to reject me because mm -hmm. of the way I look. Mm -hmm. And therefore, I believe this wholeheartedly in that the social currency mm -hmm. in Australia or in Perth anyway is how fit you are. I'm going to argue that it's probably a global issue. No. Nobody cares how fit you are in Zambia. This is what I said. Ooh, handsome Nipatumba. It's okay. So yeah. depending on how you much are money you have. You're as handsome as how much money you have. Okay. Right? Interesting. It's, you, you, you don't tell me that you haven't seen somebody that is in Zambia that has levels of disability or looks a certain way or mm. whatever big gaps in his teeth or whatever mm. but he's got the best looking girl with him mm. it's not because of his personality this is because this guy has a level of fucking now zambian women don't kill me and and, and, and say this is you're all about the money no it's not about money. It's not about chasing the money. It's about chasing a level of security for your family going forward. So if this guy looks like he'll be able to support right. you and mm. your family and, and give you a stable nice, lifestyle. Nice cover there. I like Oof. what you did there. Ooh. King of the cover yeah, ups yeah, here. <laughs> <laughs> and then 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 that's that's who you you that's who would be a little bit more attractive rather than somebody that has, doesn't have his life together. Mm. Because you don't want to go through that level of turmoil in Africa where there is no social security. Yeah. Right? So it's okay over here. I can be a garbo and still date somebody mm. that is, you know, a CFO in a company yeah. because 
she's not really depending on my money for anything. Right. Right. So I want to touch on that fear of rejection thing because mm. I think that is, I'm so glad you brought that up because yeah. I think that is fundamentally what's happening under the hood because yeah, 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 you yeah. know as a mental health practitioner I'm always asking the question why what's yeah, actually yeah, going yeah. on mm-hmm. what is this body image actually about yeah and I, I guess I'll put it down to two things I think one is shame yeah um, and the other one you've touched on which is rejection or mm. fear of rejection mm-hmm. and I, sh- I think the shame element around that is about the fact that I then equate my value as a person yeah. to what my body looks like. Yeah. Those two become intrinsically linked. And shame is really about saying, um, this is my worth. Yeah. And so if someone says, your body's not good enough, that translates to me Feeling not being like good you. enough. Yeah. It's not just yeah. my body you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. 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 It's me in a you know in a, in my entirety. Yeah. Now, if I don't have anything else going yeah. on to kind of counter that, to quarantine me from that, um, I guess personalizing the body issue and making yeah, that yeah, yeah, big yeah. hole, I'm left with zero. Yeah, but that's why you've got to have other things Correct. for yourself that Correct. make you um, uh, a whole. Right. Absolutely. It's got to be a lot more. So mm-hmm. you set some goals for your life, chase happiness, and while you're achieving that, all mm-hmm. this other stuff comes together. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, the two things, your body and your confidence, if they're linked, mm-hmm. it's a good thing, or it can be a bad thing. It's a good thing because it's all under your control. Mm-hmm. Right. All you got to do is get a steady regiment of food, mm-hmm. hit the gym, drink lots of water, stay disciplined, and you'll get everything you want. Let me just challenge that. From a mental health perspective. Yeah. Right? Because no, but I'll, I'll say it's bad mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. you're not willing to do the work mm-hmm. and then it's just, it's a disaster. Because you'll never get Car out of that. Yeah, you'll happen. exactly. Mm. You'll never get out of that space, mm. right? So you have to separate them. Mm. If you're not willing to do the work, if you're willing to do the work, you keep them interlinked. So, from a mental health perspective, mm-hmm. I think there are some people that are willing to mm-hmm. make changes. There are some people who. Um, for who the body issues are significant, Mm -hmm. that have the ability from a resource perspective to make the changes. They can afford to go to the gym, they can afford to eat healthy food, Mm -hmm. they can afford all these things. However, there is a little demon going on and that's the mental health stuff. And I think a lot of that comes back to another thing that I think is gonna be uh, prevalent in our discussions, which is trauma. And trauma, trauma is one of those things that messes with the way the brain works. And so from a non-traumatic brain perspective, you mm-hmm. may think it's just as easy as making a choice. Yeah. It's just as easy as deciding to eat healthier or deciding to, you know, go to the gym and do those kind of things. Yeah. What the traumatic brain does is it starts to associate. It's an associating 
making machine the brain. And so when it's traumatized, mm -hmm. the things that it chooses to associate are negative things. Yeah. So for example, if you've been shamed as a child and that shame has led to, I don't know, sexual abuse, for example. Yeah. Um, or if you're a beautiful child yeah. um, and you're sexually abused, yeah. the brain starts to associate, for example, mm -hmm. that good-looking body with abuse. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and true. the brain will not detach. So you get older and now you're big because that's how you protect yourself. Yeah, yeah. I.e., yeah. if I'm bigger, Nobody no will. one's going to abuse me. Yeah. So the brain has done that association thing. Mm -hmm. And years later, you may not be able to realize it yourself. Yeah. Um, but each time someone's attracted to you, it's a trigger. Mm -hmm. And the brain goes, ah, 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 remember that? Or each time you're you know, top, you're told by someone to go to the gym or eat yeah, healthier. Yeah, 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 yeah. You go, you know what, I'd really like to do that. I'd really go back, I'd like to go back to my Frame. fit, mm. whatever kind of body. The brain automatically goes, do you remember what happened the last time you were hot? Yeah. So, it's, I guess what I'm saying is there are other situations that come into play um, that prevent people from making what may seem to outsiders as a simple choice. That's true. And again, that's empathy. Yeah. Is, yeah, understanding, yeah, yeah, yeah. is understanding what is going on for you mm -hmm. um, that leads to you having this body image issue or leading to you having these body image problems. And understanding that gives you a better avenue for discussion as to yeah, what true. the best approach is. It may not be go to the gym. Yeah. Maybe go and see a counsellor, go and see a psychologist, work through the trauma, yeah. and then yeah, yeah, the inevitable yeah. result of working through that stuff then leads to, I can now be comfortable in my hotness, yeah. or whatever that may look like. Now, speaking of trauma, mm. does, um, how, how much does political correctness affect the... How can I put it? Uh, I'll explain it this way. Mm -hmm. Like, me having no political correctness in mm -hmm. my upbringing, mm -hmm. very few, few things can affect me now. Mm -hmm. Very few societal things can affect me. Yeah. If somebody... I never feel like somebody's saying something negative about me. You never feel insulted. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just always feel that it must be something to do with that person's upbringing right. that made them feel that way. Right. Otherwise, I'm awesome. Right. <laughs> it, it's never... It's never you. It's never. Yeah. yeah. And, and no, not in a negative way, no. but it's a, it's a self-preservation mechanism. Mm. Right? My brain protects itself mm. from people saying negative things. Mm. If it's something I know that I did wrong and I have to fix, mm. I accept it and fix it. Mm -hmm. If it's their opinion, and I don't agree with it, mm. I block it out completely. It mm. doesn't bother me, mm. even if I, I, I respect them less mm. as a person. Yeah. That's just how my brain works. But that's because in my upbringing, I was not, nobody ever creepy crawled around me and, and mm. just said nice things. Yeah. If, something, if I did something wrong, I was told I did something wrong. Mm. The times I was you know, whipped by my parents, I knew why. Mm -hmm. 
I also knew that was the consequence of my actions if I do them. Mm -hmm. I still did them. Right. So when they whipped me, I didn't feel like they hated me. I right. knew it was the, the punishment fit the crime. Right. Because that's what the laws were. Mm -hmm. If you do this, 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 and this, you'll get whooped. Mm. See, the problem with trauma uh -huh. is it's usually a consequence of nothing of your own choice, nothing of your own doing. Okay. So imagine being spanked for something you haven't done. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, so, that's now abuse, right? Correct. Exactly. And so now you're having to process, what is it about me mm. that made that person think it was okay to do that? Yes. And so that, that trauma then, mm. you know, it, it sits in the brain telling you there's something wrong with you. Yes. So that's, that's the point that I'm saying is that, mm. for instance, if you're being bullied at school, mm. right? Because that's a big source of trauma. Mm. But if you're being bullied at school and you think of it from a perspective of, this has nothing to do with me. This is this kid's probably being molested or abused at home, mm. and he's taking it out on somebody at mm -hmm. school, and he's taking it out on an easy target, mm. right? So if I become less of a target, mm -hmm. right, he won't bully me, mm. right? So the choice is mine. What do I do? Do I stand? Is it a f fight or flight mechanism mm. that you have? If oh, you freeze. fight, yeah. Mm. <laughs> if you fight, mm -hmm. you become his friend. Eventually. Eventually, yeah. If you freeze, mm -hmm. you get bullied. Mm -hmm. If you run, they'll catch you eventually. Mm -hmm. Right? So those two bring nothing but trouble. Anytime that I've, the attempted bullying occurred to me when I was a kid, I have no freeze or flight mechanism in me because of the way I was raised. Mm -hmm. I'm fight all the way. Right. Which is not necessarily a good thing in this society here because nobody fights. But I stand up for myself no matter what. Mm -hmm. If I know I'm right, I'll stand up. Because it's not, I don't, I'm not going to let anybody tell me something that is wrong as fact. So, from a body image perspective, yes. um, would you fight someone that said something about your body that you didn't feel was accurate? No, it's got a lot to do with their upbringing. Right, so you make it about them. Yeah. Something must have happened yeah, to yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, easy to dismiss, ignore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off you go, on your way. Exactly. Love I it. mean, I have my goals that, you, that I want to be. I just want to be healthy. Mm -hmm. I want to stay fit, mm. you know, so I can run around with the kids, do this, do that, you know, I can mm. still be engaged. And, yeah. and, and that's, those are my things, mm. you know, if I happen to go out and people are attracted to me, well and good, mm. right? But I, I know that, and I, I know Australia for what it is, mm. in terms of what kind of bodies they're interested in, mm. and I know, you know, from where I'm from, what's important. So I have to, knowing the two societies are different, mm. I have to make a choice on what I want to get into. Mm. So if I want to get into, the, into dating in Australia, then I'll do the push-ups. Yeah. Right? Yeah. To give myself a better chance of, of, of finding love. Mm. If, How many can you do? Just 
bottle match for argument's sake. I think I did what a challenge for about a hundred and, 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 and I got to it. A hundred push-ups straight? Yeah. Well, that explains your condition. Oh, no. Uh, my why you, why you my mental off, condition. Why you can pull off that my, pink shirt. <laughs> my, my white shirt. Oh, my. No. No, I, I think I hear what you're saying. And for me, I, I love that because it's something I would aspire to. Mm. To be able to just kind of... My immediate thought to be, this is not about me. This is mm. about them. Yeah. So for me, in that context where that young lady says to me you've got no ass mm. if my immediate reaction could be maybe this says more about you than it does about me yeah that would be great i'm not there yet no, I'm, I, really. I, I also my one of my ambitions is to be able to go out in public without having to suck my gun <laughs> <laughs> to be comfortable yeah that's true. enough in my own skin yeah to take photos and look at it and not go Ugh, that's terrible. Yeah. Why didn't they Photoshop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they should have sent it to me. Sent it in. So I can... At least send it to me. Let me play around with it. Yeah, a bit. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, emblemish. Is yeah. that the word? Embellish? Embellish, Embellish yeah. somewhat before yeah. you... I mean, I've, I've seen pictures of myself and thought, oh, I need to lose a little bit of weight. No, I just go and do that. I'd never feel like, oh, that picture is... is, is, mm. is out there and it's doing... It's, it's, no, I just feel like, for me, it's call to action. That's all it is. Mm. If I wasn't, you know, I let myself go, I let it slip and, you know, and I, and I look at something, I feel like, oh, okay, I'll just do extra, little bit of work, eat less or whatever, just keep, as part of my day, just keep moving. Mm. Maybe I've been lazy, so that'll call me to play a bit more golf or go and start playing soccer again or go and do this and just, just be more active mm. so that I'm not, you know, it's, it's not spiraling. Because I value... You know, my best friend and I, we always, we've been trying to be materially successful for, for some time. Mm -hmm. And our thing was always, we don't want to get to a point of where we've been trying to get to and then have ailments, mm -hmm. right? As soon as now you've got to, to where you wanted to be and that, and, now you've got diabetes and they have to chop off your leg and then you, mm -hmm. you know, you've, got, you've got all of these things. It just won't make sense. It's, yeah. Then it's like, oh man, it's another thing. So I, I always thought if I, if I stayed healthy, mm -hmm. then all I have to worry about is everything else that I have to do on this side. Mm -hmm. And if the consequence of me being healthy means I can, I can date and I can do things like that easier, then Where's the downside? It's, it's a little bit harder, mm. but it's all up. It's all positive. It's all positive. So up, 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 I, I don't see, you know, I love the taste of strawberry cheesecake. Man. I do. You're taking it back. <laughs> I know. And I, you know, I, just, I, might, I just look at a strawberry I, cheesecake and I've got to that, do two hours in the gym. Let me tell you, that's even the ice cream that I eat. When I eat ice cream, the strawberry, strawberry cheesecake. cheesecake, right? So that's my favorite. Yeah. Hopefully, somebody sends us a strawberry cheesecake next week. But I don't, I don't shout know. out, Amy. We're not. We're, we're not there yet. That's what. <laughs> we're not receiving gifts yet. But that's that's where I look at it from from that perspective. Is that you know health I, benefits? Health benefits. You can list them. Longevity. And you tick oh. them mm. all positive. Yeah. Right. The mm. other stuff. The first thing is positive, and it's just taste. Mm -hmm. The rest 
is all negative, mm. right? Yeah. So if you're holding taste above all the positives, then there's some mind exercises you need to do there in terms of, of getting your mind right to look at the other side. And I guess what I'm saying is for some people it's not just taste, it's trauma. Yes. And so what leads them to the strawberry cheesecake may not even be a taste thing, it may not even be, it's just an underlying issue yeah. in terms of how their brain functions and That's their true. mental health. Yeah. Um, that means if I'm upset at work, mm -hmm. if my husband upsets me, if my wife upsets me, that my go-to coping strategy it's hot chips. It's hot chips. It's it's that kebab. Yeah. I want you know. I want that liter of coke. Yeah. I want yeah, that yeah. bag of chips. Uh -huh. We've seen the movies. You yeah. Know, Bridget Jones. Yeah. She breaks up with her. What does she do? She digs into a tub of ice cream. Because there's something about the dopamine effect that it gives you that mm. feel good. Um, and what that tells you mm. is that there's a lot of pain that needs to be negated. Yeah, that's true. And, and, and so, you know, rather than seeing it as a poor choice all the time or yeah. just an unhealthy choice, sometimes it's a choice of I need something to make me feel good because yeah. everything else in my life at the moment feels bad. That's true. And I think that's, that's the, the benefit of having you sitting next to me is because sometimes I can oversimplify things, uh, but uh, from your, you, you can go under the hood and say, okay, yeah, that's, that's true, or maybe I've got a different view on it, hmm. and then you place that because... It's just I, the peri peri I'm learning. Yeah, I'm learning. And that's, I'm growing just from this because I'm learning to to deal with the people that I deal with on a day-to-day -day basis a different way mm. because of these these conversations that we're having. Mm. Um, Looks like we're going to have to wrap it up, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Wrap it up all the time. <laughs> you don't want to catch nothing out there. <laughs> you don't want to catch nothing out there. You don't know what they've been doing. Wrap it up. We're we'll wrapping it up now, though. It's been a really, really great chat. I've thoroughly enjoyed this, yeah. just like last time. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me too, man. Take uh, us out. Yeah. <laughs> Again, thank you so much for joining us for episode two of uh, Voice Podcast. It's been uh, an absolute pleasure to be sat uh, across from Gome and have these chats. We hope you've got some uh, some laughs and some gems and, uh, and are growing with us uh, in terms of uh, mm. the conversation and the perspectives that we have uh, and are currently sharing. So, till next week. Catch you then, signing out from Voice. Peace Voice out. Of the international community. Hey, you got it. Laters. Peace. <laughs>